time, before we get to today's episode, we have a quick word from our sponsor. Tired of drinking out of a boring tumbler? Want to make your morning coffee cup one of a kind? Expand with tipsy tumblers. You can special order cups, shot glasses, bookmarks, rolling trays for your cigarettes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you can get one with a picture of a special someone or one with Spider-Man. The options are endless. You can upload your own pictures or pick from her selection of design. With Valentine's Day coming up, this could be a great gift for that special someone, or even just for yourself. Hey, <laughs> you can use the code Games2023 at checkout to save 10%. You go to angeltipsytumblers.myshopify.com. There will also be a link in the show notes. Now on to our episode today. Mike, turn your games down. Episode 210 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Helberton, and who's jump, 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 slide, slide, slide with me tonight? I'm Michael Hughes, but you can call me Handsome Guy. <laughs> damn it, that's what I was going to do. <laughs> I was going to do the same damn thing. It's the best one. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess Adam from Talk Games Chew Bubblegum here, and you can just call me Bald Bearded Man. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Blair Farrell from comicbookvideogames.com, and I will crush you. I will make a popsicle out of you. God, is that what he says? Uh-huh. I guess. I think he's from Canada, so I guess that's he's either from Canada or like somewhere in Alaska. So I have to represent. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play this with sound on very often because the sound was terrible. Oh, you were missing out. Okay. I heard the, the I heard the contract slaps. Yeah, you guys know me. I can't. I can't do sound like I have no I have no music ear, really. I, I really don't for some reason. I don't know. I'm not a music guy. Says you I'm don't s- listen. I'm to so it. nostalgic. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. But I just have no I mean, I had it on sometimes. I just don't care. It just doesn't interest me, I guess. I also am not big in about this type of music. Like, I'm not as much as I love RPGs and I love the 16 bit era. Like I, I it has to be the certain game where the music hits me. And if it wasn't a game that's nostalgic for, I don't care about it as much oh we're here to talk about mega man 8 which came out in 1997 in north america 1996 in japan bs1 Sega saturn developed by and published by capcom so that's what we are here to talk about a game that i've never played before until this past week before we deep dive into mega man 8 there's one quick thing i want to say it is the show's four-year anniversary we've been coming to your ears for four years at the time that you're hitting the episode, we just hit it a couple days ago, the time you're listening to this. And I just want to say thank you for everyone that, that listens to the show. If you downloaded one episode, if you downloaded 400, I appreciate all of you. And I also want to thank, you know, everyone that's taken time to join me on, on this quest. And I look forward to all the years to come. I just wanted to get that quickly out there, that it's been four years, and I just can't believe it. <laughs> this has always been, I think, one of my favorite Mega Mans, if not my favorite Mega Man. When it came out on the PlayStation, it was like, I feel like it was close to the end of the PlayStation's life cycle. I remember either choosing this or Castlevania Symphony of the Night to Ooh. buy, and I chose Mega Man. Oh, you, you failed. I, well, I ended up getting <laughs> Castlevania. But, <laughs> but just like when the colors popping and just the animations in this game, I was like, oh man, this is what Mega Man's going to be like from now on. And then it kind of took a turn, but <laughs> it took a turn. <laughs> but yeah, I I just have so many fond memories of this game. This is also the first Mega Man game to come out on PlayStation One. This is before X Four comes out or X Five. 
Mm-hmm. Mike, what is your first experience with this game? Uh, a friend of mine had it. I played entirely through it at his place more than once, but I don't think I actually owned it until the anniversary collection on the PS2 era. Okay. Because, I mean, this game was never cheap, I'm pretty sure. So, not probably. I'm sure it went up quick. Oh, what about you, Blair? You say that, but it shockingly was. Uh, oh, okay. I actually, um, I'm wrong. I never had a PlayStation until 2000. My brother got one in 1999 for Christmas. I remember seeing this and X4 at like a local video store being so <laughs> bummed because I only had my stupid N64. And like my favorite franchise was like gone from Nintendo, like all my other favorite franchises were. So when my brother got a PlayStation, like one of the first things that I did was, was like, I have to play Mega Man 8. And I really dug it. And people can knock on the voice acting all you want to make all the jokes. But for me, seeing that Mega Man look like that was incredible because I had never seen like I watched the Mega Man cartoon, but this was <laughs> like leaps and bounds better than that. And it looks so cool, especially that like opening, which really sucks that it's not a Legacy Collection 2. Like it's it opens with a title screen, so you don't get the cool like intro. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, yeah. Um, this this the same thing with Mega Man 7 also it does have like the opening that shows like Wiley breaking out. I think it was like in the 2000s, this NX4 dropped to $29. Because I remember like my brother one year got me this NX4 for like less than $100. Like I remember seeing ads in GamePro for like Target, which we didn't have in Canada, where it was like X8 and X4 are only like $29, which is not what they're worth now. <laughs> but I mean, they're also <laughs> on everything. Yeah, which I'm I'm happy that this is everywhere. I'm happy that people can play this an anniversary. I'm happy that it's on Legacy Collection 2. I hate when games are locked to, like, you know, if you're a physical, if you're a person that won't play games the way I play games, and then you, you have to, you know, fork out $400 to get a copy. Like Eternal Darkness, not 400 but you still have to fork out way more than you should have to. Yeah, absolutely. So, Cube of War. That's about 400 But you don't need to play Cube of War. <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's not. It's a very unique game. But no one should pay four hundred dollars or five hundred dollars for Cube of War. No, no. You should pay twenty bucks for Cube of War. Enjoy the weird ass experience, and then be like, "I played it. It exists. That's what and, the game's worth." And got your Force. Oh god, that game! I had, it's been two years actually. <laughs> As the day we're recording this, is two years since you made me play Gotcha Force. I oh, saw wow. that thing on on Facebook Memories this morning. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck that game. And my oh. my comment was, my head hurts, my eyes hurt, my fingers hurt, and my ears hurt. I keep hearing stupid gun sounds from Gotcha Force. I'll keep blaming Jeff Cork on that one. So. <laughs> I blame him too. No, so I, so Mega Man Eight is a game that I had just. I've been slowly trying to play through the whole series with, with this podcast. I a lot of them like I played seven early this year for the first time. I played six and five earlier for the first time, where I actually beat them and played through all of them. Like this has been a. So I'm approaching Mega Man from a much different way than all you guys are, because you guys all have you know have played it before. I have no. I have never touched these later games ever. Like I never touched seven. I never even. I never owned eight. I never went near eight. No one I knew had eight. This was my first time ever really seeing it other than watching a speed run at some point randomly. Yeah, I, and I think I that think... gives me a different opinion. I mean, I think plus I don't like I'm not a big platformer guy. And this game, I think, is very, very challenging, which oh, yeah. is which is fine. I just I don't like really challenging games. So <laughs> there's that. And I had a very, very hard time playing through this game. I died a lot like the platforming is one of the things that I really like. I thought the evolution of Mega Man was happening where you had weapons that now 
were universal tools. You had a grappling hook. You had, you know, had something that helped you boost yourself up in the air a little bit extra for that tight jump. It, it just seemed like the evolution of Mega Man, where you can use your Mega Buster as well as you know a power up at the same time. And yeah, I love yeah. that Nine took that and ran with it, where every weapon has some kind of utilitarian use to it too, outside of just a, for damage. And they kind I, of bring in that like it's kind of evolution of X seven where they are sorry, Mega Man seven, <laughs> where they're trying to incorporate some of the Mega Man X style backtracking and exploration because you have like mm-hmm. the bolts and like many there's a few at the start, like in Frostman's level that you can't get until you beat Astro Man in the because this kind of is like Mega Man seven where you have four bosses and you beat those and the next four come in. So you can't get like one of the bolts until very late in the game. So I encourage you to keep like replaying because like those bolts get you some pretty helpful power ups. Yeah, I didn't like you can't farm the bolts like in seven because in this game it only has 40 bolts that are there and they're all in set locations. And so you can't just do like I did in seven where I just played the same part over and over again until I had enough bolts to buy whatever I wanted because I'm a cheater. (laughs) So. I mean, that's just how I that's how I wanted to play. And it, it bothered me that I couldn't just do that to get all my upgrades. I actually would have to watch a guide and go through all the levels and find stuff. And I didn't want to do that. But that's another me thing. But no, I, I do like the fact that you guys are right. Like the weapons do have lots of, you know, extra features. Like I've been watching speedruns of this. Well, the first weapon you get in this game, which isn't even from a boss, is the Mega Ball thing that people use as a platforming device constantly. I guess speedrunners love that thing. I don't know how. I tried to do it and I could not make it work. Yeah, I hate that thing. I, I hate the boss in the widely level where you have to use it. Ugh. I like it's it's almost like they needed to put X's on the ground to be like, stand here. You can supposedly move. Well, not supposedly. You can arch that ball up more, which I didn't know because it's only in the instruction book. Huh. Oh, that would have been helpful. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. I only know because speedrunner said it They're like, yeah, I mean, they don't tell you in the game anywhere. But if you have the instruction book, you can look and aim the ball up. And I'm like, oh, 45 degree I mean, angle, but you can aim it more. So you can hit. That's how you're supposed to beat that boss easier. Other than yeah. like, because I did the same thing you guys said. I well, I did save states where I would just save. Oh, not the right spot. All right, reload. All right, right spot. Nope, not. And just keep doing that until it worked. I've been playing this game since it released. I had no idea. As soon as this episode's over, I'm going to start it up <laughs> and be like, I'll be damned. <laughs> but yeah, no, that again. That's why I love watching uh, awesome games done quick videos before we do these episodes because I learned so much about games that. I wouldn't know otherwise because there's so many little things. I mean, and that's something that simple gameplay thing that really should be in there, you know, because it's information that I mean, I get it. Like, this is a different time when people had manuals and people would flip through the manuals. But when you go to a game years later, there is no manual. Or if you rent a game, there is no manual. So, like, you know, this is, I think, the phase where we started to finally we were I want to say PS2 era where they just start putting everything in like, you know, in the game in controls menu somewhere. It will tell you what you can do. Yeah, especially 360 era. Which is my favorite era, I think. So, because games get easy in 360 era. <laughs> so, they do. They get way easier. You're not wrong. But as a as a Mega Man fan, did you not like just get so excited to see like a little anime cutscene, like when you started up the game? No, <laughs> not at all. I I, well, I already knew infamous about the infamous cutscenes and all the crap with that and the voice acting. Like I've, I mean, it looks cool. But it's like, I don't care for any of that with Mega Man. I just want to play. I mean, this game looks beautiful. I I really do like the sprite work. I like the way Mega Man looks. I don't like the way the bosses look because I don't like it when the bosses are bigger than Mega Man. I like it when they're like 
you know, one through six type style. I like that better. That's a personal issue, though, for me. That's not there's nothing wrong with the game changing. I just for some reason, I like it when the bosses are the same size as him. They're bosses. They need to be. They're they're evil robot masters. They need to stay no, it makes tall sense. and above. It's completely yeah. me issue. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. I can't like argue like, oh no, like it makes sense. I just for some reason I, I like the fact that in, that in one through six they're all because again limitations of the system they're all you know types the same size. I it's like a, that they get away from that uniform look where everyone's a little unique in seven and eight. No, it's a good thing. It, it's a hundred percent a good thing. It's a hundred percent weird me problem that I can't mm-hmm. really. <laughs> but yes. No, I always want to make sure when I when I if I have certain complaints, some some complaints are not a real complaint. They're just a me complaint. That's a me complaint. <laughs> that doesn't. It's a good thing that the bosses are are bigger and they change them because you need to have change in a in a game series, especially one that you know. At this point, this is the, this is the ten year anniversary of Mega Man at the time we get this game out, which is so weird to think about. In ten years, oh. we got eight Mega Man games, and how many Mega Man games have we gotten in the last ten years? Well, this was also must have been like a tough sell too, because this is the era of. Like, especially like this is on PlayStation where it was. We don't want 2D anymore. That's the Super Nintendo thing. Like, it has to be. I mean, mean, Mega Man got 3D in 98. Finally, I think it was 97 Japan, but we never got until 98 with Legends. Mm -hmm. But back then it was like 2D was taboo. Yeah, it's like how we almost didn't get Symphony of the Night because Sony was pushing Capcom to make 3D Castlevania. God, that would have been miserable. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, we did get 3D mm-hmm. Castlevania and it was miserable. Never played them yet. I want to. Yeah. I played a little Castlevania bit. 64 is also is not that bad. You just need to know what you're doing. <laughs> no, I mean, it I... actually is more Castlevania than a lot of things. And not to get off topic. I just watched someone named Benjamin Rivers, who's a, a game developer up here, stream it. And his insight into it made me appreciate it more. But that's for another day. Oh. It's on my list of, of the many games that I, I need to go back and play. For some strange reason, but cast yeah, Castlevania's not a series I I, I play enough on the show because yeah, I just don't. <laughs> but like Mega Man Eight, I mean, it does some interesting things. Like one thing you get run into with in Tengu Man's level is that you get you run into auto scrollers, which I think does do a good job of showing the what they can do on a PlayStation One with two D graphics. I mean, much as I hate the level where you run around with Rush, you know, on the Rush Jet, I don't like it, but it is cool nice. that it exists. How dare you? I don't like the auto scrollers in this game. Would you prefer to have it like Wave Man's stage in Mega Man 5 where you're just riding on the, the little jet ski? <laughs> I did like that. No, I love that it turns, into a, it. turns into a shoot 'em up That's No, fun. I mean, it's a good evolution of it, and it's a good change-up. I just... Okay, maybe I didn't hate it as much. I hated the fucking sliding stuff. Jump, I was jump, about slide. I love that, too. <laughs> that was miserable. It, I Everything is fresh. Like, when you get into a level... It's 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 a fresh level design and not all of them, but there's occasionally like a small little mechanic that keeps the level fresh mm. where you haven't done this three other times. Just waiting, okay. you know, in a different sprite work. Back. I don't want to jump the gun, but man, Sorban's level is so cool. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was going to say, because we were at the top, we were talking about like using the weapons to get through a level and Sorban's level is oh, yeah. nothing but that. And it's like I love the little puzzles because it, it tells you what you need before you go into each of the four sections uh, so in the good. first half. And mm-hmm. then some of the secrets later that you get with the like with the flash grenade and Thunderclaw yeah, is like great. This one does what seven does, where it starts you off with four robot masters and you beat those four, you unlock the other four. I don't like that. 
Yeah, it's it's a weird choice. I'm not entirely sure why they did it in seven. And this one, I mean, with Swordman's level, yeah, it kind yeah. of makes sense because you have to have those four weapons to progress the level. But yeah, it's it's a weird choice. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's a I don't know why I personally just do not like it, even though I always do bosses in the same order, whatever the guide tells me to do. So it's not <laughs> like I'm experimenting. I don't like being not having that option for some reason. I think it's here because they're they're trying to put a greater emphasis on story because like the first four bosses are powered up like the catalyst is that two aliens crash land Earth and one of them spreads this energy called like evil energy around. So the first four bosses are like powered by that source. And then when you beat them, it shows Mega Man like grabbing them and bringing them back to Dr. White and find Dr. Wily's palace. And then the next four I guess are gatekeepers to the locks of Wily Tower because one <laughs> of the robots, a duo, can't get in. He's like it's surrounded by a force field, and then the other four bosses are related to that. So yeah, it's annoying that you don't can't tackle them like one to eight like it was like in the Nintendo and eventually nine, ten, and eleven. But here it's you know it's a PlayStation era and everyone's trying to push story even though it doesn't fit in like a two D action game. And I think it actually goes back into like Swordman's uh, level as well where they had ideas. They're like, wouldn't it be cool if we like made the players, you know, have to use these weapons, you know, in this level to progress. It's like, well, what if they just jumped at this level and they can't do it? Like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I got an idea. Hear me out. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's definitely good for that. And it's good that there's a chain that they're doing things differently because Mega Man needs to do that. Mega Man needs to be different. And it's all a good thing. I mean, my complaint is not legit, in my opinion. (laughs) Again, none of my complaints you're going to hear in this episode when I go into it are, are none of them are really legit. Are, they're very much me complaints. <laughs> One level I will not give any forgiveness towards is Astroman's level. I hate that level. Ooh, yeah. Every time I replay it, I always forget how to navigate it, including the most recent one for this show. Like I've done it a million times and I know how to get the bolts. But every time I do it, I just keep getting turned around. And that's the one instance instance rather where the music just drives me crazy because i'm just trying to get out and i'm just like oh my god it's like please let me get out of here (laughs) (laughs) i mean you're not wrong it's a very annoying state so i completely get where you're coming from with that one i i was not a fan of astroman stage like i got lost in that maze i eventually figured out without watching a video it just took a while of me playing with the switches to to figure out what the hell i was doing and it took a bit before i realized okay the level just wraps around itself yeah, I was going to say, I don't think we need to beat around the bush with the levels anymore. We can just talk about why that level sucked so bad, can't we? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a maze. It's yeah, annoying. It, yeah, it's it's you have to hit switches and stand on like a little Wiley logo to exit out. Mm-hmm. But it just keeps looping around. And if you're not paying attention, you'll run and be like, wait, didn't I just do this? Wait, oh, OK, I see what I got to do now. Even outside of the maze portions, that's the only level that has the disappearing platforms that suck. Not as bad as other disappearing true <laughs> platforms yeah. in the past. Yeah. Is since in Mike's point, because he Mike Mike was saying at the top that he doesn't care for like the platforming. Like I think this except for the weird decision to not have any type of energy tank, like the only thing you have is a rush power up where he just drops like health across the screen. Cause I think the first sliding or uh, section in Frostman's level is fair. The first level of the Wily Palace gets a little bit too fast. Like, I remember the first time I played it, I couldn't get the last jump. 
but then also you can kind of cheese it with the Astro Crush. So if you jump and use the Astro Crush, it just holds you in the air for a bit. So oh. eventually you'll land. That's cool. And that's the thing is just like about this is that creative use of the weapons is key. Something because someone brought up the manuals and I had to rush out and get it because something that I love about this in the manual is that all the robots have like a different story that tells like like Clown Man, for example, was rescued from a canceled science fiction TV show. And Sword Man was <laughs> Wily stole the giant sword that he lifted at a museum, but the sword was so huge he couldn't find use for it. So he built Sword Man so he could use it. Jeez. OK, that's kind of cool. I mean, they're not. The bosses are kind of cool. Like to, to to talk about like a sword man. You guys were mentioning. I, I want to go back to that real fast. Sword man is a very cool boss. The level is very cool. I hated it personally. Hated it. I didn't like that I had to use the the weapons because <laughs> you know me, <laughs> Mega Man. I don't use weapons. If I can <laughs> do when it. I was playing, I'm like, oh, Mike's gonna hate this. You were right. Mike did. I mean, it's okay. It's a very cool concept. I'm glad it's there, but. As a guy who only uses the weapons to fight bosses, I was like, I don't know what these weapons do. I've never really messed with them. So I actually had to look up a video of what to do because I didn't understand. And then it made complete sense. And after I, after I saw the first puzzle, I was fine and figured out the rest. Because I thought, oh, I must be missing something. No, I just didn't use my... I don't use weapons enough. I'm just not... I don't know why I play Mega Man games that way. I cannot explain it. It's just something I do. I will never have an explanation for why I play that. I mean, that's the whole point of the series is like, oh, I agree. You make cool weapons. And like, I think the worst Mega Man games are ones where you don't have to use them like five and six. You very rarely use the weapons outside of the, the bosses. Five suck anyway. Like when you get to Mega Man 11, you are going to be absolutely miserable. <laughs> Because, like, so much of that game is predicated on using weapons. Oh, I know. It's, it's, it's Mega Man 9 is coming. So, I don't even think Mega Man 9 is that bad for like, I think the Wily stages are threw me off in that because you have to use like certain things. But I think that mostly, from what I remember, you can get a lot of that with just the Mega Buster. Yeah, it doesn't force you force you to use them, but they have a lot of utilitary uses. Okay. I mean, it'll, it'll be happening sooner than later, so <laughs> it's on my... I, I gotta play the old Mega Man game. But no, Sword Man's just... It's very cool. It's a very cool fight. I mean, he... I had a hard time with a lot of the bosses, too, where I had to, like, save state constantly to get through them. Because in this game, none of their weaknesses really, like, knock them out the way I like weaknesses to. They don't just massacre the boss. Which is a good thing, but it's not a... I don't like it personally. I like it when you hit them with a weapon and a quarter of their HP goes away. You hit them again with a weapon and, and then you just, you know, they're over. That's it. I, mean, I like that personally. You can stun lock Astro Man pretty hard. Mm -hmm. I had a like, really... How'd that happen? How'd that happen? How'd that... Ah! <laughs> I had a really hard time stun locking him. I know what you mean. Like, I saw videos of it, but I could not get... I, I kept missing with the homing missile because it would go after the balls and not him. Mm. You had to, like, jump towards him to make sure he's the closest target. I was trying, but I still kept screwing <laughs> <laughs> having a really hard time when I shouldn't have been. Astro Man actually gave me the most difficult, like, it, for the same reason. I could not get the homing missile to lock on him. Like, it, or even just the flash grenade. E either one way, I was just, I don't like you. I don't like you, dude. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like Astro Man either. He's just a weird boss. But there's a lot of weird bosses in this game, though. Speaking of weird bosses, can we talk about how putting a space between the words Aqua and Man avoids a lawsuit from DC Comics? And <laughs> yes, we okay, I do not like this boss at all. No, uh, that's where you're completely wrong. 
And I, I like I'm this sorry. Aquaman better than Arthur Curry. <laughs> because, I believe that, unfortunately. <laughs> because th- there's not repetitive intros. So if you're not using save states and you have you lose and you go back, you hear different dialogue options mm-hmm. from the bosses, which is amazing. So you're not going insane hearing the same thing over and over. But as we mentioned in the beginning, I could listen to this one all day. And that was Aquaman's shoots a rainbow with his name in it. It's like, I'm Aquaman, but you can call me handsome man. <laughs> and it's and it's the best thing ever. I love all these voice clips. Mm-hmm. We said earlier that people kind of crap on the, the voiceovers, especially the cutscenes with Dr. Wowie from Homer <laughs> Fudd, Dr. Light. But they're so nostalgic to me at this point. Like the original Resident Evil is I get, like I could listen to him all day, too. It's so good. Yeah, I was I was waiting for us to crap on the voice acting just well, so I could be there. like, I was like, I, I don't care. It hits a spot. It It's kind of like one of those horrible like Sharknado type movies, except the game and everything is great. But then you get to the cutscenes and you're like, I don't care. I don't care. This is awesome. And it <laughs> makes me chuckle a little bit. Yep. I think and I think that's a problem when discussing like like retro games is that you just have a, like a generation and it's just like, oh, isn't this dumb? And it's like, well, it was also this time when games rarely had voices and people were figuring it all out. Like like in the Legends 2 episode we brought up, for example, like there's a voice actor for Glide who's Canadian and he did a convention where he was asked like, Oh man, I love Goliath. And he didn't know who the person was talking about. Cause he just got a job, did these lines moved on. I should have actually found it and put it in our chat for this group, but someone actually did like track down the actress who did Mega Man in this. And it was in the last couple of years and they like interviewed them about like getting the jobs. I think they also did X or X four as well. Uh-huh. So, I mean, yeah, you can make fun of it all you want, but it's also probably like we have a small budget and, you know, people wonder why there were so many Mega Man games in the late 90s and throughout the 2000s was because they didn't cost that much to make and they didn't need to recoup a large budget to make more. Like now we're in an era where every game has mm-hmm. to look like Horizon or God of War. Or people say it looks like a phone game. But like back then, it's like, OK, this game probably had like a sub million dollar budget and it probably only need to sell like a couple of hundred thousand dollars to like turn a profit. Like that's why, you know, you had X5 in 2000 February in North America and X6 came out in December the same year. <laughs> Damn, they're that close. Oh, yeah. <laughs> X5 and X6 are the bad ones, right? Yeah, I was going to say, you can, you can okay. turn, them up, <laughs> turn them up pretty quick when you dip in the quality, too. <laughs> and you, you make fun of the voice acting in this, but then in X5, when it's just text that goes on forever that you can't skip, mm-hmm. you'll be begging to hear Dr. Wiley. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Wiley isn't even, like, the funniest one for me. It's where he's, like, it sounds like he almost says Rockman and then changes to Mega Man <laughs> with that long pause. Oh, we have to get out of here, Rock- Mega Man. I just I lose it every time. It's so good when you defeat Clown Man and says "See you in my dreams." That lives in my head, red and free. I love that one. <laughs> See you in my dreams. <laughs> Regretful was my favorite. <laughs> oh, I think my I really hated Aquaman. To kind of go back there real quick, and I hated yeah. him because it's a joke on one of my favorite characters that bothered me. I just don't <laughs> know how they got away with it because when they did the. Because there was a cartoon for the Battle Network series. It was localized to Mega Man NT Warrior here in North America. 
And there was an Aquaman.exe in that game. And for the cartoon, they renamed them Spoutman because even they must have recognized like, okay, we have Justice League running at the same time. We cannot have a character in the show also named Aquaman because someone is going to find out. I wonder if you're not too far off with the spacing because all the EXE ones are all without spaces. So it would just be Aquaman. Huh. And that would make sense. Before we started this episode, that's never occurred to me that Aquaman in this game and Aquaman in DC never. <laughs> I it never even oh, it occurred crossed to me. my mind. I mean, when I yeah. saw the rainbow and he's like, oh, Aquaman, I'm like, oh, this is a fucking joke on my Aquaman. Because I mean, <laughs> I well, I mean, it's a long run like, joke. The law, like for me, because I played this when I was like 99, I was like, how is this legal? Like there's like, I guess it's so small that DC didn't care. I was like, ah, who cares about this, like, you know, PlayStation game or whatever. But like, I mean, they keep re-releasing it. And they don't have the changes in names. So like, I don't know. Maybe that space is so important. Yeah, it must be. Otherwise, I mean, I mean, DC isn't like Nintendo that freaks out and just be like, away with you, you know, so it's not as bad. But still, they can't. They're not. So like, could Mega Man 12 have a boss called Spider-Man? And as long as there's no hyphen and there's a space, it's <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't wouldn't work as well because Spider-Man is such a recognized character. Recognized like in in Aquaman's not as recognized, especially not Re- respected. I think is the word you're looking for. Yeah, respected probably is more, but also <laughs> no, he's not as known. Aquaman is in a movie that grossed over a billion dollars yeah, well. worldwide. <laughs> hey, how about that sequel? When's that coming out? Huh? <laughs> Hopefully, never. <laughs> I want the sequel, but I'm sure it will be bad at this point after everything they've done. So, yeah, easy. just on the fact of who's in it. That's well, didn't they I cut Amber Heard out of it? They can't. <laughs> oh, I thought they did. I remember hearing things. That, I remember all the rumors and crap that were going on around, and I was wondering how they were going to do that. Poochie had to go back to her own planet. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sad that she turned out to be nuts because I liked her, but she's fucking nuts. So. That's a whole other issue for another time. Yeah. <laughs> and I do want to cover that first movie. But, no, okay, um, some of the bosses we haven't mentioned yet is we haven't... I think, God, who's the other fourth boss we didn't... From the... Or the second wave boss that we haven't mentioned yet? Because I know we've Frost done... Man? Search oh, yeah. Man. Second wave. Search Man. Search Man. Search Man's a weird boss. <laughs> the end. Moving I mean, on, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's strange. I mean, he, he's a two-headed guy that hides in bushes, and then you just... Yeah, it's just strange. Yeah. You have to search for him. Yeah. He's a, he's yeah. a hunter. Got his safari hats on, his camo, and his two heads. Let's two see heads what the bitch. manual has to say about Search Man. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't, I don't know, I didn't care for him. He was just a weird, like, to me, it felt like they were just really searching to what, <laughs> pun intended, to what to make <laughs> Mega Man bosses. Like, they didn't know what to do. It felt, that's how it felt funny. to me. Says when you read the bio, uh, it's exactly what the bio says. Built from extra parts and an out-of-service security robot, Searchman has Jekyll and Hyde written all over him. Wily decides that a two-head should be better than one, but then again, Wily never does anything for the better. Searchman's head should cooperate, but in reality, they are constantly bumping heads over every decision. <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. I don't know. He just was a boss that I just I didn't care for. I like his weakness with the flame sword, which is nice and easy, but he hides in bushes, and he's just a strange boss. Oh, one of my other big complaints with this game is this... I, I want to say almost every... Most levels, not every level, most levels have mini boss fights. I didn't like that. I don't like it when you're backtracking because it, I, the one in Aquaman's level where you have to fight the, I guess, the thing as you're falling down a waterfall, waterfall that's yeah. a pain in the butt to go back for, especially for some of the levels where 
Like, I don't know which order everyone. So when I do the first four, I do Tengu, Clown, Grenade, Frost. I don't know how everyone else does it. I did not do that. I should have. I think that's what I did. I did. I did Grenade, Frost, Tengu, Clown. Because I think I try to do it because if I do Tengu Man first, it gives me the uh, tornado hole to get through as much secrets as possible. Because mm-hmm. when you go back and get the bolts, like you have to go so far in Frostman's level after you get the Astral Crush just for one bolt that it's a pain in the butt to have to go through like everything. And lots of like Clown Man uh, is the same way. But that teddy bear thing goes out pretty fast or the teddy bear spewing thing or the whatever. I you know, did not like I, Clown Man. I also like the bolt system. I like being able to upgrade and, you know, choose whether while I'm charging, I can just automatic fire or get a super buster type thing or my favorite power up of all time, climb ladders faster <laughs> <laughs> or not get knocked back when you get hit. The knockback is a, I, that's when I always get. I like the plasma shot buster. That's my go to every the second I can get it. Yeah, the knockbacks are real bad in this game. I feel like worse than the other ones. Yeah, the knockback was annoying. I didn't buy that upgrade because I didn't have many and I bought different upgrade, but I regretted not buying that upgrade, even though Blair recommended it. I regretted it because it, yeah, the, the knockback was not fun in this game at all. And I felt very weak. That was another issue. I, Mega Man feels weak in this game to me. It doesn't help that he lets out a little cry every time he takes damage. <laughs> it's more of the amount of damage he took and the amount of damage he didn't deliver for me. See, that's interesting because I thought this game was of the easier of the series. Like it was mm-hmm. almost like an apology to seven that was a little bit too hard because even like the final Wily fight, the last form is like, OK, this is the last boss of X7 or I keep saying X7, Mega Man <laughs> 7 again. It's just fairer, which is what it should have been in the first place. Hey, don't feel bad when it comes to when I Google Mega Man 8, the first thing that comes up every single time, Mega Man X8. I don't know why, but every time that's what comes up first. So even Google doesn't give a shit about this. gets it wrong, too. So I don't get it. Oh, for the like you guys were talking about earlier about the order. I did the order wrong because the guy that I looked at told me to do Clown Man first, which is not what you should do because Clown Man is is a bitch. I used to do Clown Man first. I I thought he was okay. I had hell of a time beating him with save states and i'm cheating <laughs> and he was he kicked my ass like i mean i still beat him without dying because i you know can reload but i was constantly reloading it took a while to get through him yeah his really weakness helps a ton because he'll jump up on this bar and swing around the stage or you hit him with tornado hold it curls him up into this ball that you can just wail on for a few seconds yeah. i mean tengu man's the way you're supposed to go but for some reason the guy that i had told me to fight clown man first yeah, it's like hitting Tango Man because his, his weakness is the ice way, but hitting, having him get on the ground, it does a ton of damage. But that like was... sometimes he just might not go on the ground. <laughs> I mm-hmm. did not like that his weakness is, an, is the, as a ground ability. That really irritated me. It really He's bothered me personally. Pretty easy boss, though. Yeah. I had a hard time with Tango Man, too. I had a hard time with just about every boss in this game. <laughs> so <laughs> there were very few that went. There were none other than Grenade Man. I don't think any went well to where I like I could just play without really save state, even with their weaknesses. Like I just had a really hard time with this game. I think what troubles this game is like when you go about bosses, the logic, because when I think about I mean, the first time I played this and I think I may have beat Aquaman in the second round. And then I was like, OK, well, I have Water Balloon. 
Well, that guy's Sword Man, so swords pop balloons, but he's the fire guy, and Aquaman is the water person. So that's how it should work. But my brain couldn't wrap my head around like, why is this? Like, because in Mega Man, there's you kind of apply some form of logic where, okay, well, this is like Gutsman throws rocks, Cutsman has scissors and rock paper scissors, rock paper scissors, <laughs> and like you know, ice and fire can go either way. Like fire melts ice, or ice is water, so that puts out fire. But in this, it's like okay electricity against a grenade and a grenade versus ice <laughs> like there's some weird stuff but grenade makes fire grenade man was my favorite boss in this game i i actually really like grenade man you bring up the rock paper scissors and empower it up how do they not make one of the two added bosses like origami man or something so we can get that that full trilogy realized <laughs> hey, maybe that was gonna be in mega man powered up too ah I'll come through this internet and stab you. <laughs> well, that was just supposed to be a remake of Mega Man 2. I know, but I'm just going to add something. I yeah. still said that we never got the universe. But I since I started out with Grenade Man and it's been years since I played this when he there's actually like a stage transition in his level. And I want more of that in Mega Man games where like something blows up and now it's like a different platform, sort of like in Grenade Man. Like I mm-hmm. love that. Kind of like how a uh, Sonic Three Act One, yeah, Act One, or uh, Jesus Angel Island Zone, where it <laughs> it's all lush jungle, and then you beat the mini bot, the first act boss, and the everything's on fire after that. Yeah, it's a cool level. And more stuff like that. I mean, this game was very pretty, and I like what they do with the levels. I mean, they do some really cool, unique stuff. I didn't like all the mini bosses. To kind of go back to Clown Man real quick, I want to mention that I liked his I liked his level. I just didn't like him because he kicked my ass. <laughs> but I thought his level was cool. I, I like the idea of what you have going on with Clown Man, where you have the fact that, you know, you have these weird, like, you have all these toys, and there's Gutsman toys and stuff. Like, I thought all that was really cool. Wasn't that Stegosaurus a boss in Mega Man 7, too, if I remember correctly? Yeah, it was a stage enemy in Slash Man's level. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was somewhere. But it was cool stuff like that. Like, I thought it was just, I just didn't like the boss fight. And Tengu Man... I mean, I know I kind of complained about the auto scroll, but it, it's it's a cool different that they have it there, and it it was unique, and it makes. The, I mean, Entangle Man was fine. I mean, I didn't like him, but he's fine. <laughs> Sounds like you're starting to warm up to this game the more we talk about it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> oh, trying not to be <laughs> super negative. That's all. I don't want to. I mean, I don't because again, most of my biggest problem with the game is how hard it was for me. Yeah, that's my I, biggest issue with it. What what something? Uh, I mean, I can't believe that there is no substitute for energy tanks because. I personally feel that a lot of the bosses don't need them because they're the patterns are really easy to recognize and they're not very fast, except for like the Wily fight at the end where I feel like the lack of energy tanks mm-hmm. and they really don't know what to do with Rush anymore because uh, you have like the auto scrolling levels that are like our type. And I love how you get like the power ups and like beat comes in and he'll attack enemies and like Rush has like the three fire shots and like i always try for auto because he just has this massive missile launcher that like uh-huh. shoots enemies so good um, i just want a full game of that right and then but then rush is like oh yeah he's a motorcycle now that you i think the only time i ever use a motorcycle is to get a bolt in cloud man's level uh-huh like, that's the only <laughs> yep. time i ever use it Speedrunners use it though a few times of course i do because <laughs> it's faster but yeah you only really need it for, I think, for that one bolt, and that's the only thing that you actually have to have it for. Yeah, because it's a platforming game. You can't just drive through super fast. Mm-hmm. You're going to die in a pit. Yes. <laughs> I 
I didn't like Rush in this game because I didn't like the changes. Like, I was upset that there were no E-Tanks in this game. And that's one reason I like X-Series more, personally, is because you have, the in X, you have the ability to do that. You have all the extra stuff. And in this game, you don't have that, and that makes it hard for me. Because I like the energy tanks. I like the heart tanks in X. I like being upgraded. And where this and, and in the Mega Man, the classic Mega Man series, you don't really upgrade as much, or at all. I mean, this game, sure, you do have the the bolts you can buy stuff but i the upgrade to me didn't really well the fact that you couldn't farm bolts made me upset <laughs> and i didn't want to look for them but in seven what did you really need because you can find mostly everything so what the i guess the bolts were just to buy extra lives and e-tanks i don't remember because all the all the power-ups you can find like the escape unit and the auto's bolt is a super adapter yeah all of that you can just find but that's if you have like a guy because it's very unintuitive about how to like find it. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got to have him search. So I don't think you, I mean, you didn't really even need to farm. I think mean, you would just like, get by with what you pick up throughout levels. Maybe I didn't farm. Maybe I'm remembering wrong and I just found shit in levels. I played seven. I played seven other Mega Man games and I played seven. So, yeah, I mean, Mega Man 7 was what, January of last year? Yes. And this is January of 2023. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't remember it well. It's been a while. <laughs> I'm bummed I got rid of the rush adapter after as useful as it is in six and seven, and then this week at the stupid motorcycle thing. I'd much rather have the jetpack. That's fair. Yeah, I, I I didn't like some of the the stuff we get in general. It just wasn't for me. Another small, well, actually, another boss we should mention. Okay, I like Grenade Man. We mentioned that. We mentioned Tengu Man. We we didn't really mention Frost Man too much. Did we? I know we made fun of what he says. I think, and we didn't even do that yet. Oh, I did it at the top. Yeah, okay. it was in the opening. Okay. Frostman, oh yeah, because he's Canadian robot too, or a Canadian actor, somewhere Canadian. Yeah, is that like all the enemies are like on the world map, and him like where the where his pin is, it's somewhere between Alaska and the Yukon territory. <laughs> so I, it's nebulous as to whether it's like where he is. It's just in a cold place. It's like uh, Canada and Alaska. <laughs> I do, I do like that when you come into a stage and he has little um, Mega Man statues of ice, of made out of ice in there mm-hmm. to show he's going to crush you. Okay, that 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 made me chuckle. I was like, that's cute. And he's maybe one of the easiest bosses, especially with the weakness. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, he went he, down really fast. He talked earlier about how the bosses don't really react to their weakness. He sure does. He gets knocked back by the slash bomb. Yeah. Okay, you're right. He did. It just yeah. a lot of them felt where it didn't matter. Yeah, it's like a spark mandrel level of like you can probably do it with one hand. <laughs> I like that, though. I I like in Mega Man games when I can beat my bosses. Super simple. You're going to hate Rockman and Forte. <laughs> God, they yeah, suck. and probably if nine. You notice, that isn't on the schedule. Uh huh. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's rough. Oh, I know. I played it when I first got an emulation. One of the things I was like most excited for was to emulate GBA because I didn't have a GBA and it was. Not new, but newer. And I actually, I tried, I tried playing Mega Man and Bass, and I remember I had a super hard time with it. And I have, heard, I've seen speedruns. I've heard how hard that game is. It's on my list of one day to get around. <laughs> I remember before Mega Man Nine when emulation when because my friend it was the ninety nine. He had Nesticle and Zad Snes, <laughs> I believe. And Mega Man and Bass was the ROM was referred to as Mega Man Nine. Because it was only ever the Japanese ROM that was floating around. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, technically it came out. At, I mean, it does come not technically it does come out after Mega Man Eight. So I want to point out real quick, you called him Bass. I blame this game because I used to call him Bass too. Because in the opening cutscene, they call him that. 
But it's base. And instead of base, yeah. <laughs> you think the first uh, time you voice over a character, you would make sure you get his name right so people won't, you know, screw up years and years later. <laughs> it's probably level. just like the recording session is, all right, we have like a half an hour, like... <laughs> Yeah, like crusty like, when he runs in it's like hey it's slideshow mail slideshow mail okay i'm done <laughs> <laughs> it's like adam said earlier dr like completely flubs megman's name at least twice and they're like yeah I'll just leave that in just go with it <laughs> no budget <laughs> megaman that's a I good question i do find it funny the fact that whoever this voice actor was decided to give him that to to, to talk like that to go dr wowie dr wowie like, find those meteos we'll find dr wowie <laughs> I mean, that wasn't that couldn't have been an accident on the voice actors part like that had to have been intentional. See, it's time budget casting like I don't know. I mean, it's bad, but I it's funny. And it, yeah, and, hey, and it, it is unique. It stayed with. I mean, look at like with Resident Evil one. We make fun of that, you know, voice acting to people have for years to come. Like, it's still a joke and it's a good, you know, but it keeps it relevant. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's memorable. Like, yeah. And even. <laughs> There's lines in Resident Evil that people quote that aren't even the funniest ones in the game. Oh, yeah. There are some real bad ones. Like Chris is face to face with Rebecca, probably eight inches away. Is that Rebecca? In a brilliantly lit room. <laughs> Sunglasses, Chris. Come my on. My favorite is still at the end with Jill, where it's just like she has, <laughs> she speaks with Enrico. It's like, Jill? Is that voice Enrico's? There's like a four second yeah. delay. Yeah. <laughs> Gets me every Love time. It. I really need to play that game. You really do. I've never played. I mean, I've seen the first one tons of times. I've never actually played the original PS1 version. And if you play on practice, like they give you so much ammo so you can kill everything, which I know. And if you play as Jill, like that game is so easy. <laughs> You got it. I'm on board. <laughs> and I can play it on my Steam Deck just fine. I'm on board. I played this game on the, on the Steam Deck, too. Just make sure you don't play the long box version or the DualShock Director's Cut. Why? Because the long box version doesn't have auto-aim, and it's harder, and the DualShock Director's Cut has terrible music. It has to be the first Director's Cut. Oh, basement music. I don't care about the music. I won't hear it. Well, actually, I would hear it because I play horror games with sound on so I can hear when things are trying to sneak up on me because I don't like to be grabbed all of a sudden and not know where it's coming from. So that bothers me in a horror game. Horror games just bother me in general. What am I saying? I mean, I've proven that on the show enough times. <laughs> oh, and then and one thing that like, they replaced the energy tanks with this with Rush does that medvac thing that I didn't even know about until way later in the game because I saw a speedrunner do it once or I saw it, I saw it come up once somehow. I, I mean, it's kind of cool that he drops a bunch of like health stuff, but I would have rather had energy tanks. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah, the like, only indication you get is the power up has like a red cross on it. Yeah, which I get it, but it, it threw me off. And that was decision. a. I'm sorry, what? They made some weird decisions with this one. Yeah, they, they really do. And and that's what I just I, again, I think it's I'm just a, I'm really into for the way X is. That's just because there's also X is the first Mega Man game I ever really played. So I think that's also why I'm more toward the X series than I am the regular Mega Man series. Well, I'll give you a heads up. You're going to be pretty nostalgic for Mega Man 8 after playing X5 and 6. <laughs> no, I, I know X5 and 6 are garbage. And 7. X5 and... is not garbage. It's just, if you ever watch the Aaron Hansen video where he talks about the like kind of ingenious design of Mega Man X1 about how it teaches you everything without ever having to look at the manual. Yeah. And X5 will legit pause you at times for your operator to say, use the shoot button to shoot. Oh. <laughs> Again, every stage, she's got something to say. Yeah. 
And when you replay them, it keeps it still happens. <sighs> we'll see. I'm playing X5 this year, so we'll see what I think. I'm, try- I'm trying to finish these, these the X series and the Mega Man series. I'm trying to get them all done. You're going to love that. Was it Volkraken stage where you have to ride the stupid bike? Oh, you're going yeah. to miss Tango Man stage after that. <laughs> yeah, collect all the little <laughs> sparks. So you can get the, the upgrade at the end. Also, I don't understand why Bass isn't in this game more, because wasn't Bass bigger in 7, if I remember correctly? Like, he's a boss in 7. I mean, he's a boss yeah. in this game, too. Well, but... That was his introduction. He was, right. like, the Poochie they brought in, because we need to, <laughs> like, your second Poochie That's two Poochie references. I love it. <laughs> well, and then, I mean, we'll get to X7, where Axel is legit the Poochie of the X series. Is the same thing they had a lot to do with him. Even, like, Proto Man is barely in this... Yeah, Pro Man's only in, like, what, one scene to save you when you fight Duel after you beat the first four bosses? And then again at the end. Yeah, Pro Man doesn't have much to, to do in this. And I, I'm I'm tired. I don't want to fight Pro Man, so I'm okay with that. I, I never like... get tired of Proto Man. If I've learned anything in my years of playing Mega Man, if I hear that whistle, I get <laughs> hype. I always get hype. Before we started this podcast, I was listening to, like, remixes of his themes on Spotify. It's <laughs> a good one. I don't know. I just I don't like fighting Pro Man in, in games and Mega Man games. It bothers me because this fight's well, very annoying. I know. You'll love, you'll love Mega Man and base where he literally gets cut in half at the beginning. Okay, but he's a nine and ten though. Yeah, you can play as him in nine and ten. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that DLC though? It was. Uh, and I think nine, it was for think, nine, but ten yeah. he was there. I think they added like base two and ten. Yeah, yeah, base is definitely in ten. I mean, it won't matter to me because when I play nine and ten, it won't be on a. I'll be playing the Wii version, but not on a Wii. <laughs> so, oh. I mean, sure. it's in Legacy Collection too. Yes, but there's no save states in Legacy Collection too. There, kind of. Yeah, it's that's no something we should. State. That's something we should bring up because Legacy Collection One was done by Digital Eclipse, who are absolutely crushing it with these collections. And there's so many features for save states and rewind. But Legacy Collection Two, which has was it was the first time that nine and ten. Uh, we're on a physical cart or disc. Yeah. And they took out all that stuff. And it's the same thing with the X Legacy Collection, where I I like the convenience of those, but the package is awful because they took out the slowdown, which screws up my muscle memory, but that's just a me <laughs> thing. And there's no save states because I was playing uh, X Legacy Collection at my work and I was like, OK, I'm done. I'm going to save. It's like, oh, I can't put a pin in this. But for Legacy Collection 1, I could. Like, you can just drop a pin and like, OK, I'll yeah. pick up like right here. And the, not having that in the Legacy Collection 2, because Capcom was like, eh, we can just do this internally. It's like, no, give it to the people who are the best at doing this stuff. Yeah, I, that that and that for me is why like I own Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2. I own actually multiple copies of both of them, but I won't I won't play them that way because I need to have my save state. For Mega Man, I just I I can't do it. Like I'll never, I would have never gotten through this game without save states. I might have gotten through the four, maybe eight bosses, but that's as far as I would have gotten. I would have never made it through the Wily stuff without save state. I, I, I don't I'm not trying to rub it in or anything. I actually played the Legacy Collection. I don't think I game over going through this. I mean, you're yeah. you're fine. You're good at Mega Man. You're good at games. I mean, hey, you beat Fetch Trish Quest without cheating. <laughs> but no, in all that. honesty, you are actually very good at games. I can't play a game over and over again and keep losing i just don't part I me mean, part it's not even because of the podcast i just that's just not i i got more i i mean i love games from the super nintendo era but it was really the 360 era where checkpoints and everything you know games are easier that i really fell in love with games the way i am now 
because yeah. of that. The you know the adaptability and the option that they give you, or maybe adapt- adaptability is not the right word, but just the option they give you to let you finish a game. That's what sold me with gaming. And I know? think that's also, it, I mean, because like because we're kind of having a discussion, and you you talk about like, oh yeah, I didn't do this because I, you know, you're just kind of powering through it, and like I won't say one era is better than the other, but like for example, when I played this in '99, like I rented out Mega Man Eight from a video store. And that was my game for the night. Like that was my weekends. And when I bought it, I owned like a handful of games. <laughs> but now you're like doing the show. I don't know <laughs> how you do it because with the the few times that I'm on it, I'm just like, oh, now I'm thinking about like games I have to finish for the show in March, and like it's stressing me out. And it's January, and then you do this like every week. Like you're a machine. But then also <laughs> like. I don't know if like playing Mega Man 8 where it's like, OK, I have the power through this and I don't really get to digest it is like the best way to experience it. Well, the thing the thing with that, let's say you're playing Mega Man 8. The podcast didn't exist. And and Mike's like, oh, hey, you should play Mega Man 8. All right. I would have gotten through maybe two bosses and said, fuck this and turn off the game anyway. The fact that <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's me. The fact that there's a pod, there's a reason for me to finish the game, such as, you know, the podcast recording it pushes me to do things and play games I never would have touched. Like at one time before the 360 era, all I really played were RPGs because an RPG, you can grind. You can almost always finish an RPG if you put enough time into it. And those are really the only type of games I really played in my life. Like that was just mainly just RPGs. I bought other stuff, but I would never really finish anything but RPG. So it's, I mean, you are right. Like Mega Man is, you know, meant to be played differently, but I can't even like before this podcast started, I, I did a thing where I was like, oh, I'm going to beat Mega Man 2 legit for the first time in my life. And that was all I did. I came home from work. I mean, I was I was with my girlfriend at the time, but I worked third shift, so we didn't see each other as much. So a lot whenever I had free time, I'd sit down and play Mega Man 2 legit. And I got the eight bosses down, but I never got past the Wily stages. I just never could. And I wasn't using save states and I just gave up. I said, fuck this. So if it wasn't for save states, if it wasn't for all the cheating. I never would even see the end of these games. I would just give up. I think that's kind of why I like the Mega Man series is it it's that you know what's about to happen. There is no there's RNG but it's not massive. When you walk into the level you know where to shoot, especially after you've died like 20 times. You're like, "All right." <laughs> and you feel like this rhythm starting to happen where you're like, "All right, do this, do this, turn, jump, shoot." You know, and then you get to the boss and you learn their pattern. And I think that's why I love Mega Man. Also why I like Souls-like games cuz I love learning that pattern. I love getting my ass handed to me only to come back and be like, all right, I got you this time. See, why I, I like Mega Man is, well, I like the aesthetic and I like, I mean, I, I don't, I'll never play a Souls game unless they <laughs> somehow they're like, okay, we're going to make a superhero game and then I'm going to have to <laughs> because like, I don't give a crap about RPGs and tactics with cards, but I just put like, dozens of hours of the midnight suns and gave it my game of the year but i don't <laughs> care about that stuff beating my head against the wall what i always liked about mega man is people talk about this came in the nes era and people talk about nintendo hard like ninja turtles and the joker and batman the video game and contra and castlevania and i think among those mega man was always the fairest like i think with enough practice you can do it you have like continues energy tanks it's not like you have to put in a cheat code in order to get the extra lives to get through. It's like, okay, yeah. you've died three times, go back to the start. Well, maybe Mega Man 1 on Nintendo, because I remember as a kid, I, it took me years to beat Gutsman's level. Like, just that one level with the platforms at the beginning. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I also am not good at platformers. So that's a big thing. <laughs> I suck at platformers. <laughs> and I don't like having to fight things over and over again. I like to play a boss, beat it, and move on. <laughs> Again, just me. It's a me thing. This isn't even a podcast thing. This was just me before. Like, I just like to beat games. I like to play through a game, beat it, and move on. I don't want to knock my head against the wall until I just naturally learn. Like, one thing I hate in games, I hate bosses that take just too much damage and just have too much HP. I don't like that. I don't want it to be a, you know, I have to master you for 10 minutes and know exactly what you're going to do and play flawlessly. I can't do that. Like you were talking about Dark Souls. I don't know how. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. It's just like, <laughs> and you love the series. That yeah, I do. I love Dark Souls one and two, but also it was. I think it was a time and place for me where also Dark Souls an RPG. So I could throw. I just leveled and leveled and leveled. And I come into a boss, and they're like, "Oh, you die in one hit. You die in like a couple hits because I spent you know fifty hours leveling." But Dark Souls, the bosses never feel super long if you once you learn their strategy. Like you can use, and if you level enough, you can usually take them out in a decent amount of time. I also have not played Dark Souls 1 or 2. Okay, I beat Dark Souls 1, 2, and Bloodborne, but I haven't played any of those since the podcast started, to be fair. I'm going to play Dark Souls 1 on the podcast, but I'm waiting for things called save states on the PS3 emulator, then I will be doing it. So, <laughs> Because I 100% want to play it, but if I'm going to play that game you know, in a week or a couple weeks, I need to know that I can just save state and cheat. Otherwise, it's not happening. Because I won't get lucky the way I got when I beat... God, the hardest boss in Dark Souls 1. Uh, fuck, I, I can't... I can't think of their name all of a sudden. The, the two guys you fight together. Oh, uh, Smog and Morn or whatever. Yeah, smog and Smog. Like, smog. There you go. I only beat them because for some reason, three, two other people put down their summon signs. I went in that fight with three people and we just massacred them. <laughs> and that's how I beat that fight, the hardest fight in the game. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, and I, I, I'm never going to get lucky like that again. I just got lucky that people happened to be on playing it and wanted to help me. And one of us even died during that fight. I'm pretty sure. Just it wasn't, I like, cause I looked at them I'm like, you guys can die. It doesn't matter. You guys, you go fight. I'm just going to go run around and hide. So and that's what I did. I just ran around until like the last part. Then I got involved. <laughs> that's how I beat that game. So, but yeah, I, I completely get where you're coming. Dark Souls are super hard. And it, it's, I don't know why I, I don't like hard games and I like Dark Souls. Oh, some of the things I want to talk about, like the Wily stages is you fight, you fight base again, which is just weird that he's in this game. Cause like he's like Mega Man's fighting base in the first cutscene, And then all of a sudden base is gone. So I don't know. I thought base should have been more, but maybe I'm going to regret saying that base should be more in a game when I play the rock man and base. <sighs> well, you better play as him because he can double jump. Oh, isn't he? Is he the harder version of that game or the easier version? He can shoot in multiple directions and he has double jump. I'd say he's probably the easier one. Okay. At least for the platforming. And the bosses provided you play like this super. Like there has to be. A, I'm actually surprised that no one. Because all these games are getting re-released and no one has done like a localized version of the Super Nintendo version of Mega Man and Base. Because huh. they put the GBA version on Wii U and it came out in GBA. But because of the screen dimensions, there's artificial difficulty. Uh-huh. Yep. Like in King, like one of the final bosses, it's like so hard with one character because you can't see things that are coming down on top of you. It's very frustrating. Yeah, I was I just play playing that on, like the purple original Game Boy Advance that you had to like hold in weird angles in order to see the screen. <laughs> I was playing the advanced version of Mario World and I kept taking damage off of things that are just off the top of the screen that I couldn't see. <laughs> Pretty annoying. Yeah, and then kind of not only none of the bosses in the Wily stages are really are great that you fight. I mean, you have base, you have the the green devil, which I like way more than the yellow devil. That's for sure. Fucking hate the yellow devil so much. Yeah, I hate all it's, the devils. 
Yeah, those worse. Like when I replayed Mega Man One for for the show we did the uh, top ten, I fucking hated fighting him. Mm-hmm. Hated it. You're gonna love the Black Devil. <laughs> when is the Black Devil? X Five. Oh shit! <laughs> That's already on the schedule. <laughs> shit. You got your I, safe states. You'll be fine. Yeah. Even Mega Man One was safe states. It was in rewind. It was still really fucking annoying. The Yellow Devil. I hated the first Wily bosses. I remember as a when I first played this, I couldn't. I couldn't hit him with the Mega Ball. Turns out we're all couldn't. playing it wrong. Yeah, I, I was using the Ice Wave, so I I can only hit him when he was on either side, and it does very little damage. So when he was showing up in the middle, I just couldn't do anything but try to survive. And then, like, eventually I learned that, like, oh, I can hit the ball. And if I stand in, like, the right spots, it won't go up here. But even now, remembering where those spots are is challenging. Yeah, I, I, I hated the Wily fights. Well, two, before we get there, two other bosses I think there's mentioned. There's the one where you're on, a, you're on an auto, you have an auto-scroller stage where you fight, like, some weird robot thing that looks like a, a fighter ship that you shoot and you can kill with Astro Crush really easy. And then you fight the, the really annoying boss we talked about earlier where you can, you have to, like, he drops down, like, four different pinatas and you got to hit him with the, in the ball in the right spot if you, but if you don't know you can move the ball, it's really hard. So mm-hmm. there's that. And then I think, yeah, then there's just, the, the wily stuff then left to talk about so that boss the second one i think it's just it's almost like the robots in castle in the sky <laughs> <laughs> yes yes it is laputa and castle in the sky it does kind of look like him it's a decent movie looks like some other legends which mm-hmm. looks like it's stuff at a castle in the sky <laughs> <laughs> man make them the legend those are good games so good games can't wait to play three someday uh-huh. So, oh, then you get the two Wily fights. I had a really hard time with a Wily machine in this. I don't know why, but it was really hard for me. I just I, used the flash grenade to plug up his big shot and then just shoot him. Because when he charges his laser, if you fire the flash, oh, I don't know if there's another trick. I just took all the hits and then had to medvac at, in the middle of the fight and then came into the last fight really hurt and had to play the capsule fight pretty perfectly. Yeah, no, flash grenade really helps out on that machine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, or if you hit him with flame sword, you can also like because I'm watching the speedrun of it right now. You can stop his attacks, and it will just plug him up. Or the astro crush, maybe that's plugging him. I don't know, but they're they're doing something where they're not they're not the beam isn't happening, and that that's what murdered me. That fucking beam, I couldn't. You can't dodge it. And that's why I love doing these Mega Man episodes, is it seems like every time, especially during the X Seven episode, everyone kind of chimes in with what they do. X Seven. You did that. Uh, <laughs> why do I constantly? And that's like the terrible one. Yeah, you're, like, you're just really excited to play X7. Oh, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play X7, to be oh, honest with you. I so actually if you, <laughs> if you hate Mega Man talking, just wait until every time he shoots his X Buster and he says, stop <laughs> it, because he's anti violence. The Mega Man game where your main hero doesn't want to be in it, folks. Um, you, could, you, could, you could just end in that sentence with, you hate Mega Man now. Just <laughs> wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I, I don't know. I'm actually excited to play X7 because it just looked so weird and different, and it it interests me in a yeah. I'm excited now to talk about it, even though when I'm playing it, you're just getting a lot of the message being like, "I hate this show for me." <laughs> can't wait to hear everybody's thoughts on Bird Hindyard. Lame Hindyard. I might ground. I had a friend in I, I was in residence and he just walked in and I was playing that game and he was like, how can you even do this? It's all like for years, he would just run up to me and just say, burn to the ground, burn, burn the to ground. the burn to the burn to the ground. You punk, you punk, you punk. <laughs> God, it sucks. 
I can't wait to understand these references. See, that's the opposite of this one, where the, like the charm comes from the the dialogue and stuff, and the dialogue and that is just like, oh my god, shut up! <laughs> it's that it's that meme with the the good looking guy talking to the woman. She's like, oh, you're so charming, and then the the slobby looking guy. She's like, hello, HR. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> oh, I I did not like the capsule fight in this either. I, it's not as hard as seven. You are a hundred percent right, but I had a really hard time with this capsule because I think I was doing it wrong. Seven capsule is just abysmal. Yeah, it is. It's got to be one of the worst. And the fact that you can't heal and like you can kind of, if you do the rush missile drops, you can get a few hits when he's up above you. But it's just, it's it's fairer than seven, but it's not great, especially the fact that you can't heal, except for like maybe doing the rush medevac drops. Of course, it takes no damage from the homing sniper because that'd be too easy. Yes. Yeah. Can't be like Mega Man 5 where you just turn on beat and beat kills it for you. <laughs> I, love, I love that, though. <laughs> we didn't really talk about the weapons as much as we kind of praised them earlier. We can now. I mean, you guys can. I don't I, I don't know what they are, so. <laughs> I love the Thunderclaw, how it's like a grappling hook and mm-hmm. a little electric whip. That's so cool. That, yeah. Tornado hold. I love because I would I second guess my jumps all the time especially if there's spikes. So I would just throw down a tornado hole, jump in and just glide, like just levitate to the ledge mm-hmm. ever so softly, yeah. especially in the Wiley stage. I think it's like world three. I use the tornado hole a lot. It's so good. They put it in Marvel vs. Capcom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, uh, Smash Brothers too, I think has tornado hold, right? Or has something. Yeah. yeah leaf shield. Yeah. Leaf shield, flame sword. Oh, flame sword. That's what it was. That they were talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know there's a lot of them. I think tornado hole might be one of, in a, Smash 4, you can get, like, different abilities to swap them out. I think that might have been one of them. Which one is Smash 4? That's the Wii U uh, version? Yeah, Smash, Smash for 3DS and Wii U. Okay. I I, everyone, I always regret that I didn't stick with, with oh, it. Yeah, it's a custom move for his up special, so he can, like, drop one into his feet, and it'll push him upwards. Oh, okay. I just get my Mega Man Amiibo to play Smash for me, because hot take, I hate Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, the fiery passion of a thousand suns. Okay. Wow. I I can I haven't played them enough, so I can't. I haven't really played a Smash Bros. game since Melee. But I love that they have toys that can play it for me, so I can go to someone's house and watch other people play it while my toy plays for me, so I'm participating, but not. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Mega Man Amiibo too, actually, somewhere around here. I was always waiting for Amiibos to get cheap, and I was going to buy a bunch of them. Yeah, still waiting for that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's that. <laughs> waiting for amiibos to get cheap. This is like I remember when they came out. It was like getting the Turbo Man dolls and jingle all the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always thought one day they'd be cheap. Like I also thought Skylanders. Like I still want to buy those. And I I go to conventions and stuff, and I see stacks of them. And I'm like, I should really just buy a bunch of these one day. It depends on which ones you're buying for those. I remember yeah. at the Mega Man Amiibo, I had to go to a local game store that's like an official Nintendo dealer and wait outside to get that thing. Because <laughs> I was going to get the punch out one for my friends I and I didn't one. get it when it came out. And then it was like 50, 60 dollars or more during like the Mebo craze. I'm sad I didn't get the gold one that came with the 3DS version of Legacy Collection 1. Oh, yeah, that one was cool. I never see that one. See, I just like the Chotaku toys because I have the Mega Man 8 one, which is great. And it's like dirt cheap. <laughs> I never bought any of those. I, I, I should if I see them randomly somewhere. I have t- yeah. I don't buy a lot of toys. I mean, I say I don't buy a lot of toys. As I said that sentence, I look around and see over 300 Funko Pops, probably. I don't even know how many around. Hmm. 300. I has to be. I don't even know. I never counted, but it, it's I wouldn't be surprised. 
There's a ton. The next episode there. of Games My Mom Found, we have an intervention about Mike's Funko Pop. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> bought a really cool Funko Pop yesterday. Oh, I'm going to be screwed if they ever get into gaming big time. Like, they have a, there's an Assassin's Creed one with a comic book cover back. I'm like, I need that. I haven't found it yet, but I need that. Yeah, if they ever do Zelda, I'm screwed because I will buy uh, every single yeah. one. Well, we talked before, if they start doing the Robot Masters for Mega Man, we're both going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I only have one Mega Man one, and that's Quick Man, GameStop exclusive that I bought at a convention. Yeah. But, Quick Boomerang Mega Man. Yeah, because it, it looks cool, but you know, if they do the Robot Masters, I'm fucked. Because I, yep. I would buy them all. See, I think they'll never do that because of Funko. Because actually, Funko, they did a line of Mega Man action figures, and they put in a Dr. Wily, and it is incredible. I have it on my shelf. But I guess, like, their model works perfect because it's like, okay, here's Mega Man. Now here's, like, Hyper Arm Mega Man. And all they have to do is just, like, change the colors a little. Mm-hmm. But for I mean, the Robot Masters, they just have to do, like, completely different molds. I mean, they do different molds. I mean, I got some random random shit around me. Uh, I got the Yu Yu Hakusho ones, and they did some different stuff for Yusuke and Demon Mode. Yeah, but, like, that does that series have, like, a different, you know, one character who has, like dozens of rainbow color costumes where all they have to do is just like change the paint. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I have a lot. I have, I have classic Hawkeye near me. Love that Funko Pop. Classic Vision. Okay, enough of Funko Pop. Alright, any last things to say about Mega Man 8 before we go on to questions, comments, or memories? Uh, I don't think we talked about the Saturn version on, on Oh, you're right. Let's, please, let's do that. And <laughs> We talked about it right at the top before we started <laughs> recording. <laughs> yes. Probably should have saved it for the episode. <laughs> so this came out in Saturn 2 and there's uh, a few differences. Uh, one being there's Cutman is added, Woodman is added as uh, Cutman's an optional boss, Woodman is a mandatory boss. They also added enemies in different areas to make the game harder. There's more enemies in the game. Jeez. And it's sad that because of the way the Saturn hardware is, even though that system has amazing titles, I thank Greg Seward for kind of showing his library of Saturn games on his stream. Twitch.tv, it's our slash Stewart, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday. Check local listings. But because of Saturn architecture, this game is, it was re-released in the Mega Man Anniversary Collection on PS2 and Legacy Collection 2. It was on, well, it was on PS3, but that's just the PS1 version, so that's understandable. Yeah. But the Saturn version has never came out. And in order to play that one, you have to deal with Saturn emulation, which to my knowledge is a pain. It could be better or you have to get the original copy, which the North American copy is several hundred dollars or even a thousand dollars. I think I saw this morning. I think that's just ludicrous. And you got to have a Saturn or a Polymega, which if you buy oh. it for your birthday in May, you still want to have it. And it's January. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mega Man 8 is one of the rare Saturn games in existence, having a 91 percent rarity rating on Rarity Guide. Because the there probably wasn't a lot produced. Is this is probably like a limited print run, especially for the Saturn. I know in the PlayStation, I think they just threw the Greatest Hits version of this out. I have like a regular non-Greatest Hits version, but again, it was X4, and this was like twenty nine dollars, and my brother got them for me. This was like late in the PlayStation life cycle when you can get a lot of great games are really cheap. Like my friend got Symphony of the Night for ten dollars at Walmart. That's all about four thousand one. And I got Grandia for the same price. And that was shocking. Yeah, PS1 had some great oh, some great games. I really need to play Grandia 1. I played Grandia 2 and I love Grandia 2. That was a great RPG. It's, it's a Dreamcast s- game, too. It's on Switch, I think. And PC. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's on Steam also. Screw Switch. I got Steam. I don't need Switch. 
Oh my Switch goodness, is only for that. Nintendo <laughs> exclusive titles until I until Switch no longer is around, and then I play Switch on a Steam Deck. But so until then, Switch only plays Nintendo titles until I until they stop making the Switch, and then I will pirate it. But until then, I will not touch it because I don't like to I don't like to pirate stuff that I can go buy in the store brand new. I don't well, feel right. Nintendo is just going to come to your house and like break your kneecaps. Mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> yes, yes, Buying but... out, boys. No, I, I have a few. <laughs> I bought Metroid Dread for fifty bucks a year later when I shouldn't have had to pay that much. So I did. I did that Nintendo. I, I, I did that. You assholes. And I'm gonna buy Breath of the Wild again for fucking full price when it came out six years later. But hey, fuck you, Nintendo. I will do that too one day. See, I I was listening to your Metroid Dread episode because I wanted to hear what the panel had to say because I won't get off topic because I personally uh, hate that game. And... But um, so does Mike. It's like the thing about Nintendo now is like when you think about like the GameCube, for example, that was an era where games had to be printed on discs. So you would they would order as many as they think they could sell. But then there was a lot in the wild. So then they would drop price. But now they're only really making as much as what they need. And Breath of the Wild is still outselling games in the NPD five years after its release. And it's still selling for seventy nine dollars. So as much as I think it's horse crap that they're doing it, if it's still selling for that no, amount I mean, of money, I, they have I, no reason to drop the price. No, I know. I just I just wish they would do the greatest hits again, drop it just because like, OK, we made enough money off this game. We'll let you, you know, more people can experience it. Oh, I agree. I own the Battle Pass in Mario Kart 8 and I don't own Mario Kart 8. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just one. Yeah, I mean, that, that, I mean, that's a me thing, too. I've always been that way. Like, that's why if I, when I look at my old libraries, my PS2 library and Xbox library is way bigger than my GameCube library because they were not cheaper. Well, yeah, but I, it's actually towards the end of the GameCube life cycle. I remember buying Star Fox Assault. It was buy one, get one free or half price at Toys R Us. And I got Star Fox Assault and Paper Mario Ooh. for like less than $50 in Canada. Wow. Try doing that now. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that was also I, I wasn't at the time when GameCube got really cheap in the next era. I wasn't buying games at that time because I, my son was just born and I didn't have any money. So I missed yeah. out on. Well, yeah, so. that will do it. Yeah, it did do it. <laughs> and my girlfriend at the time didn't work. So that didn't help things either. And I worked at Arby's. That didn't help things either. So, <laughs> oh, anything else say about Mega Man 8? <laughs> OK, when we find those energy emissions. We'll find Dr. Wiley. <laughs> OK, let's go on to common question members i actually got a few i got a lot so we're gonna start with Mega Man universe uh from victor perez i know Mega Man 8 is not a popular entry but it is my personal favorite it's the first title that i ever owned they gave us a, a little variety not seen in other titles that's just let's see here yes yeah, somewhere amiss where they tried to change the formula up the soundtrack had some solid entries best stage select theme and the link felt appropriate for a Mega Man title it wasn't padded with extra stages or filler the weapons may not have been the best but they had variety claw for grappling ball for extra height Tornado for vertical travel, sword for close range, and he says other stuff, but okay. And from Julie Diaz, Mega Man A is my absolute favorite. The designs and voices are amazing. From William Orwell, last year was a Mega Man year for me, too. I played 1 through 11 plus base, X, and 4 Game Boy. I think 8 is a perfectly solid game. It's still probably the worst of the main classic game. Thank you, sir. Oh, you agree with me? I don't know if I'd go that far. Yeah, I, I would. I'd put 10 and 7 I, below this, and 6. I'd, I haven't played I think Victor yet. was on. I think Victor was on to something. The first <laughs> I have not played nine, 10 or 11 yet. I will be maybe this year. Play all three. I doubt it, but I might. We'll see. It's hard to, to say anything real nice about the original. 
Yeah, no, okay. You're right. That one's pretty garbage. Okay, from Robbie Tompkins. I want I want to like eight more, but there just seems to be too many auto scroll levels in my opinion. Really hoping for something like eleven in the future, but more playable characters like in ten. And let's see here. Oh, Victor Gomez had another comment, actually. <laughs> he really liked this game. Actually, I'm going to read this. If you kept from the very start, 8 was exactly the atmosphere, hand-drawn quality that Inafune and us fans wanted from the start. The only thing that maybe isn't to like are the robot masters, though even that is subjective. From Juan Carlos, is overhated, especially since Mega Man 5 exists. I like 5. Yeah, I like 5, too. Yeah, it's fine. From John Hunter, not my favorite either, but still a worthy entry in the series, 8 out of 10. <laughs> right. From Brian Matheny. I love Mega Man 8. It has always been one of my favorites. The graphics, music, stages, boss battles, all of it are great. I even like the flying stages as they give a nice change of pace. The one and only thing I can criticize the game on are the snowboarding stages. It's not even they are bad, but it's just they are too long. They've been a bit shorter. It, would have been, it wouldn't have been so frustrating. I agree. Yeah, that's fair. And from the I watched the entire Orbital Trooper replay, from Leighton Shumway, is this the one where Dr. Likes says, Dr. Wowie, a bunch? Yes. <laughs> this is yes, the one. <laughs> or Dr. Wowie. Uh, from Chris Fader, I bought it thinking that I like it because I like Mega Man Legends. Whoops. Well, this is a completely different game. Yeah. I mean, they're, Mega Man Legends are action RPGs where this is a side-scroller, platformer, action, murder you game. Yeah, it's like saying, it's like, oh, I bought Mega Man Battle Network for Red Sun, and then I was like, oh, maybe I'll buy this one. <laughs> yeah, I, I regret that I, when you guys talk about, like, you guys will mention Battle Network every so often, like, I know, I don't know nothing about that series. Legacy of Collections out in yep. April. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I might have play to it on your Steam Deck. <laughs> I know that's that's why I might actually buy it because I don't think I need save states for it. It's not a it's an RPG, right? Kind of. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like cards. Well, chips are cards, but uh, yeah, you can save scum those like crazy. Okay. I yeah, it was even back in the GBA versions. Okay, then I might. Yeah, I might buy that collection. I haven't bought the Zero Collection or the ZX Collection just because I'm like, well, I won't be able to play these, <laughs> so because I need to save state, and that makes me upset. You, you give me a rewind, I will buy your collection in a heartbeat, by the way, for anyone out there listening. Put your rewind in your collection, you got me sold. All right, from Sebastian Games, either this was, this or X4 was the first Mega Man game I played. I remember loving the music and the bad voice acting. Uh, from Emmanuel, friend of the show, it was my, Emmanuel Leon Santico Rodriguez, Commander Lionheart. It was my first Mega Man game, not sure if I ended up beating it as a kid because I didn't have a memory card to save, so I'm pretty sure I, had, I just bought the first couple of Robot Masters over and over i still overall really like it despite its atrocious voice acting also i blame this game for making me say bass as in fish instead of bass the instrument my entire life (laughs) (laughs) and from rob st john mega man is my favorite franchise ever this is one of two i've never beaten because out of the 11 mega man games this is the bottom three for sure (laughs) for sure for sure for sure Mm. for him for sure Mm. i mean for sure for me too Mm. so far but i haven't played easy 9, 10, or 11. So. Crazy. From David Lewis, jump, jump, slide, slide. Oh, here's a good one. From Steve Lusiter, friend of the show, worst Mega Man game of the base series. Wow. <laughs> and from Nate McLellan, friend of the show, this was my first Mega Man game. My brother and I would spend hours playing it, trying to finish it. I never beat it personally. I get that. And I have one more group to read from. God, I got a lot of comments. I'm not, I haven't, I haven't had it lately because we've been playing some, we played some strange games on this show. Oh, Resident Evil had a lot of comments, but some of the other ones did not lately. Like Cthulhu Saves Christmas. I didn't have that many comments. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Also, not that many downloads either, by the way. So weird, too. From official Laser Time community, uh, from Jack Rodriguez Dogerty, great looking game with a great and unusual soundtrack. I especially like the Robot Masters calling out their name before the stage starts. Grenade Man's extra hype delivery of, I'm Grenade Man, still cracks me up. Say hello to my cute bombs. 
<laughs> oh, that one of the things he says? Uh-huh. That's cool. Okay, I did, mi- I did miss out by cheating then. Oh, well. <laughs> From Tyler Watson. This is still one of my favorite in the classic Mega Man series. It gets a lot more hate than it deserves. People hate in the voice acting, but nearly all Mega Man games with voices are terrible. Take a look at Mega Man X4, which is terrible. What am I fighting for? Uh-huh. But that game doesn't get ripped to shreds like Mega Man 8 does. Honestly, his only weak point for me is the Mega Ball weapon. And you just from- used it wrong, we found out. Yeah, yeah, I was too. Because I, I, I can never get that jump that they do. I can never get That's, that jump to work. Either. I didn't even know you can do it. I've had the manual for like over 20 years. That's so oh. wild. I'm going to have to fire it up after this and test that I, out. I'm legitimately going to, like, if I do <laughs> anything, anything with the ball that's not kicking it i'm gonna be like i hate this game <laughs> i didn't even use it for the first boss until my girlfriend at the time was like why didn't you kick the head off and then kick him yep. with the ball and i was like you are a genius <laughs> which is probably why she's a doctor now <laughs> from joe hodgson a beautiful looking game that went unappreciated when it was released the goddamn jet board levels though really sucked Still a totally fine addition to the Mega Man franchise that I've gone back to here and there, despite not being a huge Mega Man fan. And let's see, from Pete Shul, it never really clicked for me, but I think it's one of the best-looking Mega Man games. And I have two more I'm going to read from Dean Dater. I've always been looked down on because it's a massive Mega Man fan, and this one is my top three favorite Mega Man games. Yeah, the voice app, voice acting is absolutely terrible, but the boss design, level design, and power-up are top tier, plus the art style and Art style in this game is absolutely perfect. Also, one of the few Mega Man games I could play on Saturn, which was a plus for me back in the day. And last one to read from Adam Elflin. I bought this when it came out. I couldn't stand it at first. After spending a little more time with it, I found myself going back to it over and over. Hands down, my favorite Mega Man game. I played through it again over the summer and still feel the same now. Worth picking up the collection for the current generation of systems. Okay, I like those too. Yeah, <laughs> those, those, were good. those are good peoples. Uh, no, I'm. I'm I'm glad that I got a mix of people opinions, too. Like, a lot of people do like this game. So I'm glad. Thanks for a better discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And that brings us to our last segment, Shelf Stacker Box. And let's start positive. Michael, why don't you go first? Uh, this is going on the shelf, obviously. So I played this when it first came out, and I loved it then, and I still love it now. It does have its rocky moments, like the snowboarding stuff, but the bad voice acting is just so goddamn charming. It is like the first Resident Evil, like I said earlier play it again at some point no doubt and I, I think we've sung its praises pretty good like i know a lot of people hate it i think just because the art style is so drastically different from the nas but i don't know i think it's a good thing that's all i got and what about you blair oh this one's going on the shelf i bought this game four or five times i bought it on playstation one the anniversary collection on ps3 and legacy collection two which i bought twice ah, i bought it on switch and ps4 but yeah i love well, except for Astro Man stage, which, again, is a pain in the butt for me. Like, I like the bosses. I like the weapons. The level design's great. I think the challenge is just right, even though I think they should have energy tanks. Yeah. So, like, I know the voice acting, we already mentioned, is, is what it is. It's of the era and the budget and the time. But, I mean, it's very little of this great 2D action game. So, give it a shot. Okay. And what about you, Adam? You know, games my mom found has a curse on me. <laughs> I take love games. I go back and I play them and I absolutely hate them. Uh, the opposite. I think the curse is finally broken. I love this game more than when I did when I first originally played it. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since I played it. So it's definitely going on the shelf. But just looking at the sprite work, how the colors are popping, the animation, the voice acting is nostalgic. I love it. It makes me chuckle. But like the boss intros and even the 
pain in the ass levels, <laughs> it, 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 they, they still add charm. You know, everybody hates the speeder bikes from Battletoads, but you also love them at the same time, in my opinion. Like, okay. it, you're like, ah. So I, it, I'm i going to go play it again immediately after this, just so I can see kickball things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm glad. All right, I'll go last. And I saved the negative for last. I'm going to put this in the box. I did not enjoy this game at all. I couldn't wait to be done with it. It's not a bad game at all. It's a very good game, I think. It's just it, the challenge was too much for me. I felt just beaten down constantly, and I didn't like that feeling. And it just didn't click for me. But, you know, that, that really, as I, I just, I have to keep saying, it really is a it, is a me problem, not an issue on the game. It, it was a very fun game, and I put it in the box, and I have no plan to play this again. I also didn't like Mega Man 7 either that much. So I'm just not, uh, some of these Mega Man games just don't work for me. I'm, I'm um, sure you'll love the next few you've got queued up. What, X4, X5 and 9? <laughs> X5, X6, and then whenever you get to Rockman Forte. Uh, Here's yeah. the thing. He, you know he's going to love them. <laughs> Oh, yeah. They're known, as, they're known as the bad ones, so he's going to love exactly. them. Exactly. <laughs> I do love bad games. Yeah. Anything just to spite me. I mean, there's that, too. But I, I mean, hey, I've really enjoyed some very bad games that we put on the show, and I'm like, man, this is fun. I mean, I love Robotech Battle Cry, but that's uh-huh. for that, that's Metal for... Shark Player is a top 10 Mega Man Xbox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. And I do have a code to give away. So I want to do that real quick for System Shock Enhanced Edition that I've had for who knows how many years on this. <laughs> how long it's been in my, my log. Um, the code is for Steam. A-N-3-3-K-B-H-K-A-8 J-V- two x six and that is for system shock enhanced edition on steam so hopefully somebody will claim that all right and i should talk about we're going to mention what we're talking about next week uh next week i am diving into a game with card battling kingdom hearts chain of memories for game boy event well so that one's universally panned so i'm sure mike loves it spoiler alert mike loves it (laughs) so I don't love the bonus Riku can't. Okay, I love the bonus Riku campaign too until you get to the final two bosses. And I think the game is yeah. Uh, save it for next week. Yeah, but uh, no, it's a yeah. I I again, I have a weird thing where people hate games and I love them. So what can I say? Well, I know how that goes. So. <laughs> and if you want to hear more Mega Man episodes, we did top ten Mega Man Robot Masters one through seven, top ten in gaming seven, Mega Man seven episode one eighty four, Mega Man six mini seventeen. Mega Man X4, episode 166. Mega Man Legends 2, episode 162. Mega Man X3, 136. Mega Man 5, Mini 12. Mega Man 4, Mini 11. Mega Man Legends, 117. Mega Man Powered Up, Mini 6. Mega Man X2, 99. Mega Man Let the Games Begin, Comic 18. Mega Man X, episode 85. Mega Man 1 and 2, episode 25. So definitely go check those out. And then we also did Mega Man 3, which is Mini 10. So that's all the Mega Man content. You want to go hear our previous stuff. And Adam, where can people find you at? Uh, At your local bar, probably sitting in a dark corner drinking himself. Wondering why. Why? Yeah, well, that's why I'm working. (laughs) Um, And also it's all games chew bubblegum. I know I say it a lot, but we're coming back. Okay. Just be patient. I saw you guys were still on hold, so I went and and looked it up at some point not too long ago. Yeah. I get it. It's hard. It varies. I I completely understand. All right. And Blair, who will find you at? 
Uh, you can find me. I keep bringing this up. I feel lately at Twitter while I still exist at Blarcade. Uh, that's where I'm most active on social media. You read my work at comicbookvideogames.com. I just published my review for Marvel's Midnight Suns. Bit of a spoiler. It's absolutely fantastic and you should play it. Uh, I awarded my Game of the Years. We also just published our Game of the Year awards. We also have our 2023 and Beyond preview where we talk about all the superhero comic book games coming out in the next year. And those ones that we probably won't see for years later, like Wolverine, Captain America, and Wonder Woman. I forgot. I didn't know there was a Captain America game coming. Captain America and Black Panther from Amy Hennig. Oh, I'm on board. All right. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, first, I do want to say we have a sponsor for this month. Angel's Tipsy Tumblr. You'll see a link in the show notes. You heard the ad when the show started. So definitely go check her out. There's a you have a code games 2023 and you get you can get 10% off and you help out the show and you help out a small business owner. Go So please go do that. <laughs> go buy Go order something from her. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can find all 400 other episodes of this podcast on Podbean. You can also find more on Spotify and iTunes because I figure out how to adjust the, the slider. So now there's more episodes on there than just 100. Oh, now there's 300. <laughs> so go check out our giant catalog. We do movies, comics, video games, TV shows. We do whatever the hell I, I can get people to, to agree to do with me. So that's what we do on the show. And... Want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Fear. You can follow her on TikTok. She is now TikTok famous. I'm so proud of her. So definitely go check that out. And want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who started his own podcast, Gamer Looks at 40. Definitely go check him out and look at it, listen to his stuff. We do have a Patreon, so you want to support the show for a little dog, you can vote in our Patreon polls. Uh, right now, the poll is pay, uh, science fiction movies that Mike has never seen. So I put Blade Runner, Tron 1982, Ghost in the Shell the animated one i've seen the i've seen the one with scarlett johansson of course saw it in theaters and uh children of men 2016 which i've never seen before it, i don't even know what it is but it came up on on lists when i when i looked up stuff so definitely go check that out and you can join our discord and chat with us we do have a discord you see a link in the show notes for all the things that i've just mentioned and all the things that have been mentioned so definitely go check that out and please follow us on instagram twitter and on youtube we're audio only but we are on youtube i think that's everything i need to say so we will see you guys all next time Bye, everybody. Bye. That felt good. <laughs> <laughs>